It's Hannah from Youngbloods here, and I'm back with another episode of Lessons in Hindsight, advice from the big dogs on how to be little dogs. But it's not just any episode, it's the season finale, and we're finishing off with an awesome one, David Joubert. Right now, you'll find him making the big moves as national ECD of Indie Agency Dig, but when we chatted, he was a creative partner at DDB. So listen up for a hit of advice on how agency politics destroys creativity, how to succeed when you know nothing, and the power of sharing your ideas. So, without further ado... Why advertise? Why? Oh, interesting question. So, in school, obviously, you know, you pick your subjects and you do a bunch of things. And when I was hit about, obviously, I'm South African, so we call our school grading system slightly different, but it would probably be grade 10. I wanted to be an industrial designer, surprisingly, which is... Uh, Got nothing to do with advertising really but more about creating products and stuff and then um, we had a family friend who owned the jupiter drawing room in cape town and him and his wife were both he was actually my dad's godchild he kind of said to me why don't you try your hand at advertising so from a grade 10 i really knew where i was heading which is good and then left school and went into uh advertising and as that as they say is that um and what do you love about advertising look i think I think from a from a day to day point of view, it's not a it's not a one you know kind of one thing fits all type scenario. So you know you don't go in every day and punch numbers. You don't wear the same clothes. You don't don't have the same problems. You don't have the same you know things that you have to tackle. So every day is a bit of a challenge, and you've got to come in and you've got to have that vision to kind of see what the day will bring and I think that's what's exciting is you know it can be the worst days you ever have in your life but it can also be the best days and it always only takes just one little thing and, and it's amazing it's it's you know you, you kind of go through weeks of dark depression because of you know certain factors that happen but then all of a sudden something changes and you, you straight up again. So, you know, I don't think you get that from any other career, to be honest. I think you you don't get that passion or that that ability to create stuff, you know, and that 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 fire that when you when you're on the verge of cracking something amazing, you know, which uh, which you're not definitely not going to get from accounting. So true. I relate to that so much. It's exactly why I do it as well. But if there's anything you hate about it, what would you hate about advertising? Politics. I think I think politics in in advertising destroys creativity. I think um, egos are a massive issue, you know, and it's unfortunate because we are in an industry that propagates that kind of behavior and that kind of thinking. Um, we're judged on awards, we're judged on performance. So it's human nature to try and, and make yourself look and be the best. And, you know, um, unfortunately, politics and egos get in the way of that and sometimes not for the right reasons. I think you need a certain element of it, but you've also got to have the correct empathy and the correct kind of attitude to really keep yourself current and fresh. And if you can stay away from that stuff, you'll be far more successful, I think. Do you have any advice for, you know, not falling down that rabbit hole of being like focusing on your ego, especially for like young people coming into the industry? You know, at the end of the day, you're only ever judged by what you produce, right? So people, you, you can be the loveliest person, you can be the worst person in the world. Think about the people out there in the world, they only ever see the work you produce. And it's really hard to get, not get personal with people, but my philosophy has always been, is the work kind of wins. And if you focus on the work, everything else kind of falls away. So when you do get into confrontations that can take a personal nature or can start pushing you to certain places you don't really want to be, is bring it back to the work and talk about the work. Because at the end of the day, that is the thing that you're going to be judged on. That's the thing that is going to make you famous. And, and if you focus on that, 
part of it, no one can get personal because it's about the job. And and it seems to diffuse a lot of situations most of the time. So this is your career. So you, you kind of you need to you need to push and you need to fight for what you believe. But if you make it about the work, it doesn't become personal. Now I'm just gonna swerve a little bit. We we just talked about before about how you got into advertising, but what were your first few years like? So as when you were like me, a junior and like just starting out, what was it like for you? Well, my, my first, <laughs> interesting, my first job in advertising, I started at a really small agency and um, I pretty much spent the first year of my career um, cutting mounting boards. So this is before, um, you know, presentations were done on nice and fancy screens. I'm definitely giving my age away. Uh, we used to mount everything on boards and I literally spent the first year of my career cutting boards. So when it comes to a wartime, I am definitely the best board cutter in the industry, fact. Perfectly straight and perfectly clean. But you know what? It, it was great. It was a great learning curve because it taught it taught me patience and it taught me um, how to appreciate the smallest little things. A, patience, if you don't pay attention, you slice your finger off, which most um, art directors have done. You're not really qualified until you've had stitches in your thumb. But also just the fact that every little bit matters, right? So it's not only about the idea. It's not, it's how you present it as well, you know? If you, if you have an idea that you know is great, but it's not quite there yet, a lot can be forgiven if it looks great or if you present it really well. So it taught me a lot of a lot of things about the things that happen in the background. It's not just about this great idea because creativity is also subjective, you know, and I think people get a little bit lost and they don't quite see the same thing that you are seeing half the time. So make sure that every little bit is covered so that you're talking to everyone at the same time. Was there anything that you really sucked at when you first started? Oh, everything. Look, you know, you can you can get all the studying you want in the world and you can do all of that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is, is there's nothing beats experience and nothing, nothing beats, you know, getting stuck in. And, you know, like when I started out, I mean, I had really good mentors in terms of, you know, from an art direction point of side. I had a really good um, ECD and creative directors from a creative, you know, thoughts point of view and I sucked at all of it I kind of you know just went in and you, you start learning like I lied when I got the job and said I could use a computer I couldn't um, so I kind of learned um, while I was doing it which was interesting but I think that the truth is is you've just got to you know you've, you've got to try you've got to just you've got to keep going you know and it's like muscle memory the more you train it's like the more you train the better you get the stronger you get and the more you go the more prolific you are you start realizing and your brain starts training to weed out the stuff that's not great. You know, and obviously, you know, keeping yourself up to date with what's happening and making sure that you're you're passionate about what you're doing, you eventually create that muscle and it becomes so strong that things just start happening. And it takes years. This is not a quick fix. You know, there are those really freakishly talented people out there which irritate me, but you know, because I'm just jealous. But I think anyone can do it. It's just, it's really just about training that muscle. Have you ever experienced any self-doubt, not just at the beginning of your career, but even today? 100%. I, I doubt myself every single day. I think that is just the nature of being a creative person. I think we're, um, you know, I think we're inherently doubtful people. But I think that's what fuels our um, ambition to do well and to do better. Complacency is, you know, is the enemy. I think John Hunt, you know, when I worked at Hunter's Chorus, he used to say to us that good is the enemy of great. And I think a lot of people settle on good because it's good, but it's the enemy of great. And I think when you're confident, you settle on good. When you self-doubt, you kind of always wonder what's next. I, yeah, absolutely. I doubt myself every single day and it's natural. But I think there's a difference between doubt and fear. 
you know, if you're fearing stuff, that's that's something you probably need to work on. But doubting yourself is good. Like, I think you've got up until the last minute of presentation to really kind of get something in. In fact, you know, you could throw a nugget out in the presentation sometimes. I think the truth is, is you've just got to answer that doubt with passion. Now, how did you feel on your first day of being creative partner of the magazine? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was interesting. Obviously, you know, walked into the agency. It was quiet. I mean, it was exciting, you know, obviously um, the Mac, Mac is, is a beast and I was, I used to work on McDonald's when I was in Asia, but it's very different here and obviously it's a massive beast. So kind of getting your head around things was interesting, but also exciting. I think, you know, as an account, there's so much to play with um, on so many different levels from brain to write down dirty retail and, you know, everything is an opportunity. I know that's a bit of a cliched saying and everyone kind of says it, but it's up to you to find those. There's also, you know, there's also a thing about, you know, whether it's worth fighting for or not. I think you, you need to get into that space or that frame of mind where you start playing with those things. Uh, probably a little bit off topic, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it was just the excitement of kind of coming in on a massive piece of business. It's a global piece of business. It's globally visible. And, you know, if you can run an account in an agency with as much visibility as possible, it's a really good training ground for a number of things, whether it's your craft or whether it's building people up or working with teams because there is so many there's so much diversity in what you're doing when you experience tough and stressful days how do you recharge oh look i mean obviously i've got a family got my babies but i travel to work on the train each day so half an hour in the morning half an hour home and that's kind of a switch off airpods in clear the brain type moments i think it's really important that you you don't go home with baggage some days are harder than others but you you really just need to try and forget as hard as it is or at least not make it you know public i'm very lucky that i have a wife in the industry well she she's used to be in the industry so she understands the pressures of what we do but there's lots of ways you know people do it in different ways you can meditate you can do all of that kind of stuff i think the best thing to do is to just you have to take a breath you have to relax you have to believe that this too shall pass we're in advertising we're not saving lives it's not the end of the world. Tomorrow's another day. And people do things in the heat of the moment. So I was once given a very good piece of advice, which was don't send an email in anger, write the email and send it 24 hours later. Obviously read it first. And nine times out of 10, you won't send it, you know, because you do things on the spur of a moment and that's just emotion. But it's, you know, you, you just have to, you have to breathe. You have to take a step back and look at it from a much broader um, perspective. And half the time you realize that things aren't as big as they are. And speaking of advice, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given i've been given a few pieces so like that was one of them i think um, another great piece of advice um, i had was when i was at ogilvy and i actually resigned and um my ecd called me in and he just said to me don't leave before the miracle happens and i went what do you mean he said that's all i'm going to tell you and i didn't resign fortunately and it was great because the miracle happened. And I think what he meant by that is that we get so frustrated and we get so locked down in a position, you know, that we think the grass is greener on the other side, you know, and we see other people doing great things and we get all excited and we want to do those great things. But, you know, a lot of the time the grass is greener on the other side because it's fertilized with more shit. So, you know, it's, you've got to kind of take that into perspective. And I think there's something to say about sticking it out and keeping to your guns and really just taking a step back and figuring out what you want and what you want out of this and using the people to get there versus trying to go somewhere else and start over. You can start over a hundred times or you can build a relationship and you can really kind of get there. And I think what I took from that was, you know, 
I get it because it just takes one thing. It just takes one moment and it takes and and all of a sudden things change and then all of a sudden you're winning awards and you you know you're doing all of these kind of great things and it feels like you did it overnight but you haven't you've built it you know you've personally built it you've built the relationships you've found the people to help you build it and that's the difference versus going out and doing a bit of a one-hit wonder everyone can do it you know even even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while but it's hard and being a consistent creative is much harder than just going out and doing stuff all the time so what's your most embarrassing moment or your biggest mistake as a ju- in like your junior years? Something that you can probably laugh at now, but back then it was like the end of the world. Well, I dived across the boardroom table to punch a client because he was being a dick and he deserved it. Um, but I never quite got there because my creative director and my copywriter grabbed my legs and pulled me back. It was a very big boardroom table, so it was one of those weird moments where I was literally sliding. Um, and it would have looked great if there was a film, but yeah, it was. I was taken off the business for six months, but then they asked me to come back on. So I was obviously doing something right. <laughs> Look, you know, we're in the creative industry, and I think you've got to be silly and you've got to have fun. So I think you have to embarrass yourself, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it's, you know, there's obviously you can take things too far, but have fun while you're doing it because I think that's where that's where you grow, you know, and that's where you go, I probably shouldn't have done that. But, but it's, there's a lesson in there, right? And I think uh, you can, you can take that lesson and you go next time I might handle this slightly better. But it, but it's good. You know, so that's, that's probably one. Oh, look, I've, I've had a few, probably some we can't talk about. But I just think the bottom line is, is that, you know, you've got to put yourself out there if you want to be noticed. And if you want to be celebrated and if you want to do stuff and don't be afraid because I think you know I think people are so worried about what other people think of them and the truth is they're not thinking about you they're thinking about themselves people are inherently selfish so we we give a lot more we give a lot more time to people's thoughts than they actually give to us in a sense um, so you know you've just got to remember that and you've just got to focus on your stuff and find the people and pull the people in that are going to help you what advice would you give to someone who's just wanting to get into the industry or even your younger self? Look, I think if it was my younger self, I'd probably say, look, I'd probably tell myself to to whinge less. <laughs> but like I said, you know, that's the creative nature. But I think I, I would probably say don't be so selfish with my work. Um, you know, collaboration is a word that gets thrown around, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is is share your work, show your work. Like, you know, go to people you respect, go to people you trust. This is not about getting your name on awards and all of that kind of stuff. It's about getting people's opinions and getting them to help you push so that you can keep getting better. You know, especially when you're younger and you're starting out is, you know, people have inherent experience or they just have, you know, a certain knowledge like, you can't do that, but you can do this, you know, and that sometimes changes the whole thought. So, you know, I would, I would just say like share and share and share and, and, and ask and bug and getting people's faces and don't be afraid to do it because you will soon find the people who are willing and you'll soon find the people who aren't. And obviously, you know, that's also a good thing because then you don't waste time on those people, you know, waste time on the people who care. And I think the more the more they can help you, the better you're going to be. And and don't be afraid. You know, um, you've got nothing to lose. 
the worst they can say to you is I'm busy or no. But it just takes one or two people to go yes, and all of a sudden you're doing much better and you're doing things that you never thought were possible. And that's it. That's the end of my chat with David Joubert and the end of the season. Hopefully you're all stocked up on advice. And if you're not, I guess you'll just have to smash that repeat button until next season. Speaking of next season, don't be afraid to drop us a line about who you'd like us to interview next time. Until then, have fun being little dogs.